Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your respectful and pure conduct. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry, or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves, by submitting to their own husbands. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, and you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. 1 Peter 3, 1-7 Marriage is a great blessing to those whom God has given it. It is a partnership, a friendship, and a union that transcends any other relationship. There is nothing quite like the union that happens when a man leaves his family and is joined to his wife. Yet in our lives we often experience strife within this union. Divorce is rampant, and many within the broader church support ideas of unbiblical divorce. What then is the solution? First, we must note that Scripture presents real biblical reasons for divorce, but we should dwell on marriage as a God-created ordination and not take these matters lightly. The Apostle Peter commands women to be subject to their husbands. This is a controversial topic in our modern culture, and yet here it is as plain as day. Wives, be subject to your own husbands. Some will say that this is only a temporal thing, as if it were only a cultural command and doesn't apply to us today. But this passage comes after telling people to be subject to human governments. Is that too just a temporal command? Or are we to honor the government and wives are to honor and obey their husbands? While some may cringe at these words, others take great pleasure in them, exerting their control over their wife and abusing their position. This too is wrong. We should not lord ourselves over people as tyrants. Regardless of our position, our actions should honor God. When we have power over someone, we must remember our duty to God and to our fellow man. So when Peter commands the woman to be respectful and pure in their conduct in order to bring their husbands to obedience, adorning themselves not in fine clothes or jewelry, but rather adorning themselves in the beauty of a gentle spirit, he is commanding wives to do what is right regardless of the actions of their husbands. And later, when he commands men to live in an understanding way, showing honor to their wife, they are being commanded to live in a way that is sacrificial and pay special attention to how they wield their authority. The Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians about marriage, and after commanding wives to submit to their own husbands, he said, Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church, and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Marriage is an image of the church. It represents the union of God's people with Christ himself. However imperfect our marriage is, however challenging they are, we look to the perfect union we have with Christ, a union bought by his death and resurrection, so that we might be holy and without blemish, and that is the crux of the cross.